how many items should your retail store keep in stock? And by items, I mean different options for a customer to choose from. So while we talk about this, it's important for us to be on the same page. When I say items, I mean if you offer a blue t-shirt and a gray t-shirt, those are two different items. Also, if it is a large, medium, and small t-shirt, those are also three different items. So when you talk about whatever your retail store might be, uh, whether it's different sizes, whether it's different colors, whether it's completely different options, and you are carrying uh, maybe two by fours that are six foot long and two by fours that are uh, eight foot long, 10 foot long, 12 foot long, whatever it might be, how many different items does your retail store have? I think the inventory for a retailer is incredibly paramount to the success of that business. Inventory can uh, be doom and gloom on the entire retail business because it is where the majority of the cash of that business is deployed. So if that cash inadvertently is not working for your business, i.e. it's raising sales because your employees appreciate the more options you have or they appreciate the deep back stock that you have of those items, then that cash is being wasted when it could have been spent on marketing or it could have been spent on more labor or it could have been spent on uh, different things throughout your business, throwing events or having sales or whatever it might be. So... The cash that you tie up in your inventory, though, yes, you might get it back eventually, might be better suited in a different area of your business. So today we are going to talk about the importance of inventory and how many different products you should carry. Hello and welcome to the Better Business Podcast, the podcast that helps you improve your family-owned retail business. My name is Steve Cook. I'm a third generation business owner. And with the things I've learned and talk about on this show, I've taken my family's retail business to over $10 million in sales. Now let's get to the show. Costco has become popular for many reasons. Their unique uh, margin structure, their unique membership model, uh, the way that they wow and awe people, their private label Kirkland that is uh, so popular amongst many people, their, the price of their rotisserie chicken. We did a whole episode about having a lost leader around Costco, um, and hopefully you will be able to find back if you're uh, find that episode if you're interested in that. But Costco. Costco has become famous for many things. However, another thing that they are notable for is the amount of products or the amount of SKUs, so stock keeping unit uh, SKUs that they keep in their retail store. Costco has become popular for only offering around 4,000 SKU options rather than the typical supermarket model, which offers 30,000 thousand options. Costco seemingly offers anywhere from um, 20 to uh, 15% of what typical supermarkets will offer. Supermarkets like Walmart, of course, or Target or Kroger, something like that. So these supermarkets, uh, Costco carries way less SKUs. Now you might be saying to yourself, I know that Costco is the same size as a lot of those places. So certainly they probably keep more in stock, but as far as the options, they keep a lot less options than other supermarkets do. Is that good? 
Is that bad? Obviously, Costco is very popular and successful. However, so is Walmart, so is Target, so is Kroger. Uh, there are a lot of popular, uh, very successful companies that do keep a lot of SKUs. So why should you or should you not keep a lot of different products or options available in your retail store? Well, today I want to uh, give a study that was done and talk about why you should consider keeping less SKUs uh, and give you some ammo. I think most people are on the side of you should have more options in your retail store. I want to give a some maybe some counter cultural thought around keeping less products than what a lot of people might think they should carry. The study that I referred to a moment ago is a study that was done by Columbia University, and they did this study of a question of can there be too much of a good thing? They found that customers who were offered a choice of six different jams in one location, there was a display that was set up in a, a retail store, and customers were offered six different options of jams at one time. And then uh, in another location, 24 flavors of jam were offered. So one location had six different options, the other had 24 study goes on to say that those of the at the six choice location were 40% more likely to buy the jam versus 3% that was faced with 24 choices. The article goes on to say having too many choices makes it exhausting and overwhelming to narrow down your options, but also might tip off your customers that you're not confident enough to offer the best of your best. It's all about striking a balance between having enough to give people a choice, but not so many choices that people become overwhelmed. So I want you to consider when having options and having selection in your retail store, what do you need to check a box for a customer? How many options do you need to have to satisfy a male purchase and a female purpose purchase to satisfy a child purchase and an adult purchase uh, to satisfy um, maybe a certain amount of patterns in a certain amount of solid colors, whatever it might be. What do you need to check those boxes to give customers options? but not so many options that they become overwhelmed. There's a few studies that are done that decision fatigue is actually a real thing when customers are shopping at a retail store. So when a customer comes in and there are so many options, they actually have decision fatigue. So they, they will get tired of trying to make a decision and end up walking away. It can actually be overwhelming for the customer and they walk away. You might have been guilty of this. I know many times I catch myself in uh, online shops and e-commerce uh, businesses where I go to the place that has it all. I go to the place that has all of the uh, latest gear or whatever it might be. I'm guilty of this and hunting uh, is a hobby of mine. And I might go to a uh, hunting thing that has so many different options online and I find myself uh, overwhelmed with all of the choices. And what happens is I look around and I look around and I put off a decision and next thing I know, I, I, I end up not buying anything and end up buying the, the purchase from a different location, maybe a, a retail store or something like that. So decision fatigue is actually a very real thing and I have caught it myself in my own life. And you might be thinking of an example that you have had the same thing happen in your life. So 
how can you offer enough options where a customer will find it satisfying that you have a good amount of selection, but not so many that you are uh, overwhelming the customer? The caveat to this, I, I know because I have had these discussions with our store managers and our employees, is that it's hard to be an expert in something if you don't have tons of options. So at our retail store, we are in the equine performance equine business. So we're selling supplies for horse owners. And one of the things that goes along with that is a lot of, of, of things that we sell, maybe halters or lead ropes or things like that, which would be similar to a, a leash for a dog if you're not um, familiar with horses. And so like halters and lead ropes and things like that, they can come in different sizes, different uh, types of material. They can come in different colors. Uh, you can get stuff with patterns on them. You can have easily 20 to 50 options with just barely checking the box of every one of those. And that's not even including backstock. So if you have six of each of those, uh, you can overwhelm yourself with the amount of um, options that you can quickly have. And so one of the other side of the arguments, the other side of the coin is that it's hard to become an expert. We want to be an expert in the performance equine business. So if we're not the destination for lead ropes, if we're not the destination for halters, then we want people to think of us as the place for their horses. So if we don't have options, then will people think of us as the place? Will we be positioned as the expert in this local market? Obviously, this is a struggle between a retailer and you as the business owner. It's up to you to make that decision of what you think is adequate, what you think checks the box, but is not so far past the line that you uh, uh, tie up too much money in inventory. Clearly, I think that you can tie up so much money in your inventory that you could have deployed those dollars into perhaps marketing or uh, perhaps hiring extra staff or whatever it might be. Tying up too much money in inventory can really drag down your business. Um, it can be dangerous. Uh, oftentimes, you'll you'll make a profit, um, and that's why you have extra cash. And if you put all that profit or cash into more inventory and taxes become due uh, from the previous year of the profit that you've made, you can find yourself in a bind quickly um, and either have to have a fire sale or uh, quickly get rid of that inventory or whatever it might be. Um, the other thing that can happen is if you tie up your too much money in inventory, styles can change. Uh, things can go out of favor with customers. Uh, seasons can change. You can have too much tied up in winter inventory during the summer or summer inventory during the winter. So you never want to have too much inventory laying around for all of those reasons. Obviously, it's important that you offer enough options on a great display. What can you make a great display with? If you're making in caps or um, displays as customers walk in the door, you want to have a great selection so that it makes a good display, but not so much that you fatigue your customers with overwhelming them with decisions that they can make. So I hope that maybe you can take a few things away from what Costco has done. Obviously, don't go and sell all of your inventory right now. Be thoughtful about moving in and out of inventory. But I have found in our business that oftentimes customers complain about things when we take them away. But they, if we have a good uh, mindful solution to uh, replace it with, maybe we can combine three or four products into one product um, that are very similar. Um, have those substitutions and solutions already in place when you uh, inevitably take something away and a customer complains about it. 
have those solutions for your customers. So maybe it's not that big of a deal if you have a repetitive business. If you don't have a repetitive business, make sure you have enough options for your customers, but not so much that they become overwhelmed. Not only will it help your cash flow, but as the study from Columbia University showed, it might actually help sell more stuff because you don't overwhelm your customer. Thanks for listening. Uh, I gave a shout out on a couple episodes ago about a gentleman that asked a question and we dedicated a whole podcast to it. If you're sticking around to this point uh, and you find value in my podcast or my opinions, I would be more than happy to talk about uh, something that you want answered on the podcast. If you have a topic idea or if you have a uh, something that you would like me to answer for you or an idea for an episode or an idea for a guest, if you have an idea for a guest that I could have on the show, please send me a message. All of my contact information is in the show notes, and I hope you go out and build a better business.